When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in. It's a Friday edition of the Don and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071. Donna Valentine off today. We have got Holly Roberts here. Yeah. In her... Stead? Her stead? Is it stead? Stead. 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 All right. Yeah. I wonder if that comes from, like, Holly Roberts here instead. Oh! Huh? Man? You know how I was just going to say in her stead? Is that where we get the word instead? Let's from? go with it. Sure. Yeah. Mikey Zamboni is over here as well. In my own stead. He's in his own. We're all in our own little separate rooms here. It's really wonderful. Mm-hmm. But uh, we have a little music news in honor of Donna Valentine today because it's a little country. Time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. So Luke Bryan and his wife kinda kinda sorta worried some people on social media the other day. Three days ago was Valentine's Day. Ever heard of it? And Luke Bryan came out and said, you know, we've got a lot of comments about not doing a Valentine's post. Truth is, we don't care. We're too old. We've been together too long. And we just don't think about it. Now, is this something that is expected of Luke Bryan? Like that because it is absent, we are concerned? I think that there are social media norms. That couples are expected to follow, particularly public couples. You know, if everybody else is putting out a post on Valentine's Day with a picture of their significant other. Sure. And preferably then in the caption denoting a few things that make you feel lucky to have this person. That without that, you would think, well, what's wrong? There's a hidden message. There's some sort of Hollywood speak, so to speak. In all the non-speak on social media. I only remembered to, I only thought, not, I remembered, it wasn't on my to-do list. I only thought to put a picture out of my wife and I because I saw other people doing that. Oh, so you felt peer pressure. And then, well, I, a little bit. And then I thought, you know, oh, well, I have a picture of us, yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll put that out. We don't have we don't take a lot of pictures together. And I thought, oh, I'll put this out. And it was us standing on a mountain from behind, and the caption read, "This is us from behind." Happy Valentine's Day. Oh. I opted not to do the you know 
all the things that I really believe, like all those gushy things and sentimental things. I didn't put that, but I just slapped the picture up there. Let's see. And then I just said, this is us. That's it. Well, that's totes adorbs. That's all you need. And in truth, that picture, my sister-in-law was taking it. Don't forget to follow along if you'd like. These Steve Patterson on Instagram if you want to see the picture that I'm talking about. But my sister-in-law, who is a wedding photographer, had grabbed my phone and then she said, all right, now look up at him. Because it looks like this moment of like, honey, can you believe on this mountain? And we did have little sentimental talks as we hiked up this mountain in Frisco, Colorado. So pretty there. Uh But that specific moment um, was like, okay, now look up at him, which is a key for those wedding photos. You know, you always got to look at the partner. Okay, look. Now look. Look at her. Look at him. Are you looking at him? Look at her. So... Oh, that's so cute. I get Luke Bryan. That's my point. Yeah, I get Luke Bryan too. I did share... Of early Valentine last week because my folks sent me something in the mail because my dad, one of his love languages is making canvas photo prints of random of random photos and like making sure my AAA membership is up to date. (laughs) Like that's a that that is a dad love language. (laughs) Like Steve, I hope you lean into that as you get older. And you express your love for your children by making sure they have AAA. If I had a nickel you know? every time my mom brought up AAA at some point <laughs> during my saying. childhood and then in the teenage years, well, you know, I have AAA. I'll see if they have a AAA discount. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. Parental love language. Yeah. But I did share it. It's a picture of, I mean, talking about the passage of time. It's a photo of me and my now husband when we were first dating. And it is just, I was like, look, there's love language of dad. There's this picture where I'm growing out a mullet. And I'm like, my husband doesn't pose for sentimentality at all. Okay, that, that is just not his vibe. He's just not willing. He, to do he's that. just well. I mean, I guess he would do it, but it's just not his thing. But anyways, I'm at Holly D. Roberts. Oh, this is great. Yeah, 2014. 2014. What? Yeah. Any care to hazard a guess as to what month of 2014 that would have been? Though that's not entirely relevant. Uh, that was my birthday. I think we were out at a okay. birthday dinner, and wow. we had just started dating. Oh, this is great. Yeah, but so it's just like, okay. And you took a picture of the picture. Yes. Which is even more like you're showing even more social distance to the Valentine's Day theme, right? Of like, I'll give you a picture, but it's going to be a picture of a picture. Well, and I think that Valentine's Day, like I I contemplated this this past week. Valentine's Day is actually a nice sentiment, and it doesn't just have to be romantic love. Absolutely. That is celebrated, and I feel like that gets lost because I wanted to celebrate the fact that my dad did this because I know it's my dad. He didn't take credit for it, but I'm like, that is a dad love language right there. Yeah. Sended it to me in the mail, and that's very nice. And then this nice, oh, gosh, I've been together with this guy for almost 10 years. I mean, that's a... Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, so Luke Bryan, but I get it though. We get it. We get you. We're Team Luke yeah. in this case. Yeah, you just life is busy, and you love him all the other days. That's right. I go back and forth. Sometimes I'm like, oh, that would be really sweet and sentimental. But I think if my wife was here, she would tell you I've never been, I've never really shown up for Valentine's Day, <laughs> and I think that's the most acceptable one to not show up for because there's enough of the public that thinks, wait, this is a Hallmark yeah. holiday. We don't need to do this. You show up for yourself on Valentine's the day after when you go to the clearance candy aisle. Queen. You get yourself a 50% discount. Speak that is queen. some self-love. Get those Reese's heart shapes. Now to show love to Donna Valentine oh, yeah. in another way since she's out today. I'm going to give you my second country music story, and this one's quick, so prepare yourself. Yeehaw. 
Garth Brooks apparently let it slip on Monday. He was doing a Facebook session inside Studio G uh, that he's going to be releasing a duets album. And his wife, Trisha Yearwood, asked if he'd want to do a duet record, but he said there's already one coming out this year. Oh. So I think it means... He didn't say, like, who the duets are with, but Trisha said, quote, maybe after that album, we can work on our duet album. So point is, Garth and Trisha fans are excited, thinking that some breadcrumbs were advertently or inadvertently spread out on the path there, that maybe they'll have a duet album. I'm surprised they haven't yet. Shocking that they haven't. So Garth Brooks is coming out with a duet album, but... Do you think it's going to be with lots of the greatest uh, roster of country music superstars? I think that it, it sounds like maybe he's about to go into a little duets chapter of the Garth Brooks book. And we're first going to see one just with a bunch of folks. And then Trisha, it sounds like how it reads is Trisha was maybe like, well, maybe after that we can do it. And then he not picking up sort of her joking tone was like, we already did. It. That's my read on it. So I think Garth and Trisha the duet album is coming together. Their fans would eat that up like pecan pie. You know, Garth is doing a residency at Caesar's Palace this uh, spring and summer. We need it to be duets. We mm. need Trisha Yearwood to come up on there, make some guacamole, and then sing with Garth Brooks. Oh yeah, didn't she come she, out with a cookbook? Yeah, she is a she is a very talented chef. Yeah. Oh. Wouldn't that just be cool if she was working out in the hall though? People were in line waiting to get in, and she's just serving up like a Costco sample employee. <laughs> Here's some of Trisha's dip. Here's my Uncrustables oh. and my summer sausage with a with a pretzel toothpick. Why aren't we in charge of producing Vegas residencies? That's the hospitality that people are looking for. You give them an Uncrustable on the way in, a little bit of healthy fats, some good carbs, a little sugar. Uh, I feel like uh, Las Vegas would probably reject us. Now, Laughlin, Nevada, we got a shot. Oh, yeah. Couldn't we make it down in uh, uh, Branson? Isn't Branson? I've never been to Branson. People say Branson's like uh, the super themed out, kind of delightfully cheesy, ham-fisted kind of productions. I haven't been, Mike. Have you been? No, but Biloxi, Mississippi, I think is what we need. You got the oh. casino vibe still. So, okay. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Yeah, I like to, uh, I mm-hmm. like to shoot craps. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Come on, baby. Well, seven out. We're out of time, so we got to go. When we come back, oh boy, if you are currently drinking your second cup of coffee for the day right now. That's me. Set it down. Do not take another sip until you hear what I have to say. That is verbal clickbait. We're coming right back. Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, what's up? Happy Friday, everybody. It's the Don and Steve experience on my talk 1071, where talk is fun. We've got Holly Roberts in for Donna Valentine today. Mike Zamboni, Mikey Z, he is in all morning long. He'll go home sometime around sundown today. He'll also be on the adventures of... <laughs> Bradley and Don, do they call you anything? No, they just call you Mike. They just call me Mike, except we're, when we're doing game shows and they call me Bob. Okay, they that's just nice. Assume every game show host's name is Bob, and it works. Yeah, we're gonna we're screwing you up. I guess <laughs> in terms of like, where did the zamboni come from? Oh, this was really good. In fact, Mike, did you come up with this? I came up with the concept of the bit, and then you said, "Oh," and then you ran with it. Oh, but okay, okay. Basically, uh, you know, Steve uh, will sometimes go um, into many different directions in a segment. What? 
I'm just saying, you'll like you, you, it's it's a beautiful thing. It's fun to watch it. And I'll be like running through trying to fact check and find trying to find information and everything. And then and uh, I will have then bumped into the next thing that my mind took me down. Exactly. He's on topic number six at this point. <laughs> so then I said, hey, just about 10 seconds at the end of every segment, you should just allow me to say this movie was this. This uh, actor was this. And this is what you meant by that. I'll clean everything up at the end. And then you had the genius idea of it's kind of like a Zamboni, you know, all that ice at the end of, uh, you know, a, a period of play and you need to clean it up again. Makes sense. Make like the ice it. ready for the next time we come back. So, and then we bring See this? I want to drive to Zamboni. So yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah, it's, it's coming together. It's all really come yeah. together in a, in a beautiful way. So he is Mikey Z Zamboni, uh, here with us now. Um, if you have the button, you've got the button. Um, I think this might be an an older food news. Let's button. let's give it a let's whirl. See let's see what is. it does. Oh no, this is it. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy. For about the first month or three of me being on this show, everything was still Donna and Martley. <laughs> <laughs> the, the priority to change some of that stuff out was uh, was a little bit low. Yeah, it takes a little time. But we'll tell you that. Um, so you're drinking your second cup of coffee today. Yeah, I have two cups of coffee every day, Steve. What time of day do you typically have these? I have one at 6 o'clock. Okay. About an hour and a half after I've gotten up, because that's supposed to be like the the way the, of the world. Oh, that's the, that's the prime yeah. time that your body's yeah. ready to receive the caffeine? That's right. It's ready to receive. Wow. And then I will cut off caffeine... At 11 o'clock in the morning. No later than 11 o'clock in the morning, we're done. So, like this, I'm almost done with my second cup. Well, forget about Bing killing you someday. That coffee's probably going to kill you, Holly. For anybody else drinking their second cup, um, might want to pour it down the drain, or else you're going to die today. That's not true. (laughs) There's a new study that found... Drinking a second cup of coffee, or anything more than one. It's not like, well, if I have three, am I better? No. Anything more than one, you're kind of skating on thin ice here. Researchers at the University of Toronto found that around half of us have a genetic variant that helps us to metabolize caffeine quickly, which is good. But if you're in the other half of people who do not have that gene... Drinking too much coffee might be punishing your kidneys. And over the long term, it can lead to kidney disease. There was a separate study that they did in the year 2006. Also found that people who don't metabolize caffeine well are at a higher risk for heart attacks. So you drink too much coffee? Could be putting your health at risk in some really serious ways. Um, I, when you talk about this gene that helps you to metabolize caffeine quickly... I think I have that if what it means is this, um, like if you can fall asleep after a cup of coffee at night, Oh, they say that doesn't really necessarily mean anything. Like they say, even if you don't get a huge buzz from caffeine, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. So I want those to be warning signs. However, uh, there is no symptomatic way to understand if you have the gene that metabolizes caffeine. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Quickly or not. So those really kill my theories immediately because I could have a cup of coffee after dinner without blinking. And the idea of ever getting a decaf just seems oh. bizarre to me. So Steve, you're one of those people who at mm-hmm. the end of the at the end of the dinner, you're at a fancy dinner. Let's yes. say we're like going fans uh-huh. because uh-huh. fancy dinners they after uh, they ask you for espresso mm. for dessert. You will go for the full shot of espresso and it won't bother you. Oh yeah, it'd be great too. That potent flavor of espresso. I don't mean to brag, but I was at a place <laughs> called Caribou Coffee. The other oh yeah, day. really? And, oh, flex. Um, I got a uh, I got a medium coffee, mm. and I said, "Could you do me a favor?" And she said, "Absolutely." Could you put Two shots of espresso in there. Oh, yeah. I think they call that a depth charge over that right? at the Caribou. Okay. I did that. I did a little heavy cream. And I just got to tell you, that particular concoction of the medium coffee, heavy cream, two shots of espresso really created kind of the perfect flavor of coffee that I like. That sounds like a chaotic beverage, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of the amount of caffeine in that thing. Oh, no. You know what's funny? Just, like, no. do, like I see it like it's 2001 A Space Odyssey and Steve is seeing the lights. Never seen that movie. Oh! Also. God, Steve. I got, <laughs> I like to offer those in passing to Holly. Thank you. Um, I got home and I said, I still feel tired. I felt really tired that day. I felt <sighs> draggy the whole day. So before... Pappy went on his car ride. He had a Celsius, which is 200 milligrams of caffeine, does the thing. And then it was no more than two hours later, maybe three, that I had this double shot of espresso inside of a medium coffee. And after that, I was still dragging, man. I think that this coffee study is directed at you, Steve. Just directed at you and your lifestyle choices that you're making. I'm having my second cup of coffee. I don't have a lot of perceived vices. Look, I barely drink alcohol. I don't lay out in the sun. I try to eat my fruits and vegetables every day. So... You're going to have to rip this second cup from my cold, cold pro- dead. dead hands, and I probably will be dead because I'm drinking right. the second cup. Oh, all right. I tried, Holly. <laughs> Did my best. Well, if the coffee won't kill you, maybe the cake will. They say that that's oh, okay, not healthy great. for you. Uh, there is another study out asking about the best dessert, like America's favorite dessert. Mm-hmm. What do you think came in at number one on the list? I'm going to go with ice cream. I don't think that ice cream was even offered what? as a dessert. So there, Fail. we immediately addressed that this is a shoddy study. <laughs> yes. We cannot trust it. It's not, uh, there is no veracity to it. Corrupt data. They left it out though. And so move ice cream off. And I think we'd all really love ice cream. Move it to the side. What comes in as America's favorite dessert? How about a, a nice old fashioned chocolate chip cookie? Mm-hmm. All right, we got chocolate chip big cookie. Money, Good big answer. Money, big money. Good answer. Uh, Mikey Z will let you uh, take a crack to see if you can get number one. Oh, that's so number two, by the way. Number Cookie's two. number two. Uh, well, you said it. I, I think I got to go cake. You're right. You were listening big well. Money, big, big money. Big money. Show yeah. me cake. Oh, Good answer. Good answer. answer. Oh. 
42% said it's their favorite dessert. Cookies, then pie. Donuts comes in at number four. Sneaky. I really like it. You don't just have to have a donut in the morning. You can have that whenever. Then muffins at number five. I was surprised at number six on the list of America's favorite desserts. <laughs> Sorry, I was just getting the right answer. Buzzer. Did that make the you type A in you feel a little bit better? Yes. <laughs> it sounded good. Wait, how about, let's do it again. Yes. Show me cake. There we yeah, go. There we go. Yeah. 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 Number one. The other version of a cake, cupcake, came in at number six on the list with 32%. Then pastries, candy at number eight, brownies at number nine, macarons or macaroons, pick your poison there, comes in at number 10, ice cream nowhere on the list. Outrage. When we return, we're going to play a game. Holly's going to be playing this game. It will be me versus Holly, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Neither of us know the topic at this point, so you can call right now and play with us. The number is 651-641-1071. Call now. Bet on the right person. You win a prize. Game time next on Don and Steve. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. Happy Friday. Don and Steve, My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Donna Valentine is off today. We've got Holly Roberts in. We have got Mikey Z, the big Zamboni, cleaning stuff up for us on the other side of the glass. And now, all of a sudden, boy, you put out the bat signal, and we've got all sorts of callers here. Time for us to play a game. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Mighty Mike. I want to see how smart you are. We're going to find that out right now, just how smart you two are. As we're playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, Woo. we've got Missy on the line going to play along with us. Hey, hey, Missy. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Are you a little bit nervous? It's game time, sister. Not nervous at all. Oh, man. Cool, calm, reflected. Missy, you sound like a woman who's on a mission today. After you hang up and presumably win this game, what's next on your Friday agenda? I am just working, getting people their groceries and food today. Oh, yes. Are you, so you do one of those grocery services. I bet you know your way around the grocery store, don't you? Oh, yeah. Instacart and DoorDash. I do both. Do you see stupid people like me who look lost in grocery stores and think, look at that, putz? You would, you would be amazed. You think people want to go uh, people washed at like the state fair? You should go to a grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, now it's time for you, Missy, to team up with somebody. We've got Holly Roberts, who is in for Donna Valentine today, or you've got me, Stevie Boy. Who do you want to team up with in an effort to win a prize with our topic being? It is Ed Sheeran. Today is Ed Sheeran's birthday. It's oh. a little Ed Sheeran, College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Uh-oh, Holly's making a face, and I'm making a face. Neither of us feel particularly confident on this topic. Who do you want to team up with, Missy? Not Holly, because um, she's a movie person. I wish we were going with movies or shows. So do I, Missy. <laughs> so do I. All right, fine. Yeah. All right, Holly's going to take a walk, then. We'll team All right. up. All Give right, me the Missy. thumbs up when you're ready. I'm turning my buttons off. Okay. Sounds good. Missy, you're going are going to go on hold, and uh, we've got College of Pop Culture Knowledge again. Uh, yesterday was the weekend, turning 33. Ed Sheeran, 32 today. Unbelievable. Wow. wow. What have we done with our These lives? These people are young. <laughs> yeah.
It's nuts. Uh, by the way, Steve, 18 uh, points and Donna, 14 points. So Holly will attempt to make that 15 today. Holly's a real problem in trivia, dude. She's yeah, a real problem. She is. So here we go. We'll start things off with this one. Ed Sheeran's Divide Tour from 2017 to 2019 was the highest grossing tour of all time until just last month when it was, he was passed by this performer. Elton John. Super fans of Ed Sheeran call themselves this. Sheeranites. Ed Sheeran mixed, had mixed reviews for his season seven cameo in this TV drama. Son of a biscuit. Oh, Game of Thrones, I think. I don't hey. know if that's right. Go back to the second one. Uh, second one. Super fans of Ed Sheeran call themselves this. And we are the Sheerans. Eds. 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 Five Eds, seconds. The crazy Eds. The crazy Eddies. Sheeranites. Son of a gun. Sheeranites. Luckily, you got Missy on the phone with you. We're playing, of course, for Missy. She's trying to win herself a My Talk Tea. Missy, uh, did you hear the questions? I did. I agree with the other two, but the middle one is Cheerios. She's going to go with, what was that, Cheerios? His Nick, you said what, the, what his people call what him. What his super fans whatever. call him, yep. Yeah, it's Cheerios. Okay. Cheerios with an S. All right, we got that answer. Thank you, Missy. We will uh, have all the other answers uh, stay the same as we will uh, put you back on hold. All right, Bring now here Holly comes in. Holly Roberts, fresh uh, off a deep breathing exercise. Holly, yep. <laughs> you feel mentally, spiritually, and emotionally prepared for this? No. All right. All right, we're going either way. So here we go. Ed Sheeran's Divide Tour from 2017 to 2019 was the highest grossing tour of all time until just last month when he was passed by this performer. Uh. Of all time, 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 last month, last month, last month. Um, um, I don't know, a Rolling Stones tour. Super fans of Ed Sheeran call themselves this. Uh, Ketchup Lovers. Ed received mixed reviews for his season seven cameo in this TV drama. Oh, uh, Game of Thrones. Anything you'd like repeated? No, because okay. I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> don't make it hurt more. <laughs> all righty. Ketchup lovers. Ketchup lovers. Yes. And what did we get an answer on the first one? Or I was it just of all time, of all time, of all time, of all time, last month, last month, last month? the Rolling Stones. All right, let's run through the let's Making run through. Now, an interesting thing, Holly is is well accustomed to uh trivia game success. Sure. Mm-hmm. Seeing here though, with a bit of a tighter timeline was was a social experiment that I was happy to be a part of. And especially on a topic that I know Jack about. All right, well, phone a friend. <laughs> I can't. That's right, she chose me. All right. We should have allowed her to call Donna. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. oh I mean, we all know what happened there. Oh, boy. <laughs> as we will look through here again, we uh, mentioned this as Holly dropped off, but Steve has 18 wins, Donna has 14 wins, oh, uh, Holly playing in place of Donna today. Sorry, girl. Ed hey, she- you didn't lose just yet, Holly. We'll start on the bottom one here. Ed received mixed reviews for his season seven cameo in this TV drama. You both nailed it. It is Game of Thrones. Great. <gasps> was I he like a serious role in that? Was he like, I'm Claudidius or he whatever? He was this random kind of person in this little uh, village, and he was playing music, of course, and oh. then Arya Stark walked up to him. They kind of built the bond, and then the the episode ended with him singing everyone off. It was very weird. Oh, that is weird. Yeah. And it was like, it was episode one of season seven. So I was like, wait a minute. What is this? Is this so what this, we're doing this now? became a musical? Okay, oh. this is weird. Um, it kind of went downhill after that anyway. Uh, Ed Sheeran's Divide Tour from 2017-2019 was the highest grossing tour of all time until last month when the tour that will never end, the farewell tour for Elton John oh, passed him. Oh, the right. Did you get that, Steve? I got that. Oh, That stood job. out from, a, from like a 
some random passing story that we had last mm-hmm. month. I don't know why that sounds like a dirt alert. Yeah, that would have been yes. And uh, finally, here. So right now, it's a two-one lead in favor of Steve. We come to the final question. Super fans of Ed Sheeran call themselves this. It's actually ketchup lovers. Nice job. I'm just joking. Oh, um, my you had me play. Oh, you just my really <laughs> sorry about that. Um, you all could have just seen poor Holly's excitement and surprise. <laughs> Oh, that was tough to watch. I'm sorry about that. Um, It it was actually, and what did you say, Steve? Um, Sheeranites. You said Sheeranites. Missy said Sheerios, and she's right. Nicely done, Missy. Missy. Don't you think they could have been? Hey, Missy, don't you think a fun name, too, could have been the Edheads, like Deadheads? Yeah. Yeah, I like that better. Oh, man. That's why you're my best friend. Um, Do you want to tell Holly to eat it? Eat it, Holly. Whoa. Oh, but I didn't mean it. <laughs> Immediately, I didn't mean it. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Just like Weird Al. All right. Just eat it. Stay on the line. Uh, Mike will get you personal information about you. Nothing really helps a relationship go super fast other than starting with what's your shirt size. Mm-hmm. So you guys get to know each other pretty well. Uh, meanwhile, Mike, quickly, could I get tipsy? Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 So, as it turns out, today is Random Act of Kindness Day. Oh. But maybe you've long lived a selfish life, and you need some <laughs> ideas as to how to randomly be kind to someone. Oh. Here are a few. Granted, it will make them a little less random, but still, this would be a nice thing that you could do. If you're running to the grocery store today, as we were just talking about with our caller, Missy, mm-hmm. text a neighbor. And ask if they need you to pick anything up. Oh, well, that's great. We live on a street where there are text messages of like, hey, does anybody have eggs? Does anyone have a you know a cup of sugar? That kind of stuff. Yeah. We think that's pretty sweet. Well, then I think there should be a message in the group text. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I'm on a Target run. What do you need? Leave a big tip for your restaurant server or delivery person. Oh, yeah. This also affects Missy, who does grocery and food delivery. Did she... Put us up to this study. Uh, Happenstance that she just called in and both of them have to do with her When Missy drops off your groceries, leave that 30%. Yes, you will love that. Uh, Even if it's just a little bit bigger than usual, you're probably going to make somebody's day. Even if you just go a little bit above and beyond what typically would be the case. Here's an interesting one. Kind of risky. Uh Uh-oh. But it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Random act of kindness day. Buy a lottery ticket. And then just give it to a stranger. Oof, oof, you're, you're, mm. yeah. That one sounds like the beginning of an O. Henry short story. Because, can't <laughs> you see, that night on the 11 o'clock news, I don't know, some lady just came up and gave it to me and now I'm a billionaire. Oh. And then you're sitting at home like, what? I never, I didn't mean to be that nice. Oh, just give someone a fiver and let them do what they want with it. Holly, did you ever watch Lost? No. You never will, huh? No, <sighs> that's correct. That the time has passed for Lost. I know the deal with it. Right. I know there's polar bears, plane crashes, and uh, the guy who played Howard Hughes in the movie The Rocketeer. Okay, so there's also a guy a character <laughs> named Hugo, mm-hmm. and Hugo wins the lottery before the plane crash, and uh, there's a lot of bad luck surrounding Hugo Oof. as a result of. Winning that lottery. Well, so that's not a random act of kindness, Steve. That's right. called curse your enemies. I don't know why. I it's not curse your enemy day. I'm sorry. That's April 22nd. 
I get off track early, <laughs> but I'm. We're all counting down until April twenty second. What a day! Just a little bit after Earth Day too, which is nice. Uh, just kidding. I don't know what that is. Another tip for spreading some kindness on Random Act of Kindness Day: smile and say hi to someone that you pass by, or go a step further and give them a genuine compliment. Now you're going to be riding a fine line here because if someone passes you by and then the first compliment that comes to mind is like, "Hey, you're hot," that's not going to be as well received. I would like to say. We have very challenging halls in this building, and I'm demanding change. I'd like us to have partitions put up midway through our halls from The Shining. Oh, dear. I would like just to... The halls are too long, so if I didn't know Holly well, Mm -hmm. and if she was at one end of the hall out here and I was at the other end, Mm -hmm. it's legitimately probably... Let me think of this in yards. They're probably like 30 yards long. And then at what point do you speak to the person? And I got to tell you... And I know that we're just flappy gum people who talk all the time, but we got some people, and I don't blame them, who opt for silence the entire time to the point where you can even do a, hey, hey, happy Friday. Nothing. Yeah. But do you, well, here's the thing. When do you start to make eye contact? And then when do you vocally acknowledge their presence? This is a very stressful situation. This is why I have my secret ways of moving about the building. So I min- mitigate. Like a ninja turtle, you're going through the sewers? Or how do you get to your car? Yes, I am Raphael, (laughs) TMNT, building style. To avoid these situations, it's not that I don't like folks. I love folks. Some of my best friends are folks. (laughs) (laughs) Some. Some. Oh, wow. I think it's this. If it's a 30-yard hallway, then at, at 20 yards... At 15 yards, mm-hmm. you make eye contact. Okay. Somewhere in the 15 to 20 range. Yep. Look at the wall, look at your phone, look at your shoes. Then look up. And then within like the next five yards, that's probably like, you know, the next five strides you got to offer. Don't sustain the eye contact. Okay. Yes. See him? I see you. Yep. Look one more time at the wall. Like, uh-huh. did the color of that change? Nope, still the same. And then say, hey, hey, <laughs> lasagna downstairs today. Oh, boy. <laughs> Brian's cooking. Are you getting uh-huh. in on that? Yeah, and then you'll be met with silence. Okay. The last yeah, thing is write a positive review for a small business that you go to often. Oh, that's Reviews great. really matter for Reviews, small businesses. You know, and if you have social media, share your small business friends social uh, on your social media. That's a great just, idea. just give them a reshare, give them a like, give them a shout out. I like yes. to do that with all the folks that do my aesthetics and other things. It's like, yes. Go and see them. Yes, because then they start, the algorithm starts to populate other people's feeds because Holly likes something. Now it's like, oh, Holly goes here. I should check this out. That's right. Yeah, give them some traction yeah. there. Um, with that, now it's time for us to leave. We Good. really feel proud of what we just did. going to break this eye contact now. Uh, when we come back, Sarah Michelle Geller is has offered a very obvious, plain-spoken answer as to why she will not be a part of the I Know What You Did Last Summer sequel. And I frankly thought we live in a day and age where you could have worked your way around this, but she opts not to. Do you think you know the reason? We'll tell you when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hi, everybody. Welcome in. It is the Donna and Steve Experience. My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. We are found on the FM dial. Just spin that sun biatch until you get to 1071. It's an exciting place to be. You mm-hmm. can also download our podcast wherever you happen to download them. You can download the My Talk 1071 app. We all personally get a buck per download. That's not true. That'd be that fun a, if it was true. That is a lie. You can also check out our YouTube page. Mm-hmm. We're on social, too. I'm not going to hide that. No. We're on social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Pinterest. 
we have an Etsy shop, and we're on the dark web. <laughs> and so give it a whirl. Much of what we have said in this past 30 seconds is, in fact, as Holly said, not true. Mm-hmm. Now we shift into something that is true, but didn't have to be true. Sarah Michelle Geller uh, was out talking about the I Know What You Did Last Summer sequel is going down. I can't remember if I saw this movie. I saw Scream. Yeah, because we're we're of similar time frame, Steve. Yes. Went to high school around the same time. And these yeah. kinds of movies were hot, hot, hot. Oh you find yeah. an actor back in late, like mid-late 90s, early 2000s, hotter than Freddie Prince Jr. Mm-hmm. I looked at that guy and thought, well, how's he doing that? Yeah, you were like Matthew Lillard. What kind of magic are you spinning on the screen? I just want to look like Freddie Prince Jr. He was. You remember, she's all that. Oh, of course. Didn't he mow a lawn and she's all that or something? Do you have sure. a tractor? Mm-hmm. Point is, I would look at his face and think, what are how they did that for him? And I think it was his parents. Mm-hmm. That's not why you called. The sequel to I Know What You Did Last Summer. It's in the works. Jennifer Love Hewitt and the aforementioned Freddie Prince Jr. They are in talks to return. Sarah Michelle Geller is not. Oh. Why, you might ask? Seems kind of shady. Why not bring her back? Why is Sarah Michelle, uh, what is, whatever her name is, Sarah Michelle SMG. Geller. Smug. Yes. Smug. My Smug. Hmm. Not coming back to one of the movies that launched her into fame. Sarah Michelle Geller says, quote, I am dead. I am dead, dead. I don't have a head. Spoiler. You can't write for someone that doesn't have a head. I'm dead. Sure. First of all. <laughs> The Seuss-inspired rant, lovely. So much, I'm dead, I'm dead, I don't have a head. Mm-hmm. How could I not be dead? Greens and ham. I like, <laughs> I like that. That being said, aha, I didn't mean to, but that being said, about her not having a head and in fact being dead, I thought we live in an era where you can overlook things. I point you to any soap opera during the last 30 years and... Couldn't she have come back as a ghost? Dream sequence? She could have appeared that way. She could have haunted somebody. There are all sorts of ways. Mm -hmm. They could have gotten duct tape. For the reattachment of the head, you mean? (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Okay. No, that's (laughs) a... a, a, Sure. Yes, Queen. I'm not going to say that that is a bad idea because all... Ideas in a brainstorm are good ideas. Mm-hmm. Some are gooder, some are less good. Mike it, liked it. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I just wonder. You think she's maybe not telling the truth as we verbally process ways that you could bring somebody back in a slasher horror campy movie? Maybe maybe she already knows she's going to be in it. Maybe that's going to be the big reveal. Oh, so you think that she's throwing out a fib to redirect the conversation. I'm just saying. I like the way you think, Steve. Would not shock me in the slightest. Now, she is actually married to Freddie Prince Jr. in real life. So maybe they're just like, yeah, one of us can go and do this project. The other one, we'll, we'll go and do our own thing. Yeah, possibly. And we heard her talking recently about how she and Freddie Prince Jr. are not letting their daughter act until she's out of high school like you don't get an agent we're not doing the film set tv set thing it's different for you than it would have been for us you're the 
child of celebrities, you'll get extra attention. It's just too mm-hmm. much to deal with. But yeah. you can act like in like high school theater. Well, yeah, and Freddie Prince Jr. Remember, he's a <laughs> absolutely you know, he's a junior his, of his dad. Yeah, a junior of his dad who was very uh, famous and unfortunately passed away very young. I would now like to shift to talk about a celebrity whose name is difficult to pronounce, but we will now all learn something together, and as a result, can sound snooty in the future. Great. Emily Ratajkowski, R-A-T-A-J. Try it. K-O-W-S-K-I. Say it. Emily Ratajkowski. That's nice. Good job. She did an interview during New York Fashion Week, and we've done this before where we try to YouTube a celebrity saying their own name. Yes. Because everybody else can butcher it. We've learned this with... Adele, people can, I, we're supposed to call Rihanna, Rihanna, not Rihanna, because it was based on Rihanna, and, but you'll hear Jimmy Fallon be like, here's Rihanna. Yeah, there was Chrissy Teigen saying her name is actually Chrissy Teigen. None of us fell for that. No. We're like, we've already deemed you a Teigen. Here is how she says to pronounce it. Oh, boy. Again, I really would have read it as Ratchkowski, excuse me, Emily Ratchkowski. Here's how I've always said it. Okay. Then I'll tell you how we actually need to yes, say it. Yes, all right, so... Emily Ratajkowski. And that that's a pretty phonetic read that you're doing there. Again, it's R-A-T-A-J-K-O-W-S-K-I. Mike, when you read that, if you had to read her name in a dirt alert, or yep. do you just work her out of dirt alert? No, I, I, I'll, I'll tackle it, but yeah, Ratajkowski. That's how I would have done it. Now, we were also told at one point that we were actually supposed to be pronouncing Timothy Chalamet's name as Timothee Chalamet. And we, as a <laughs> show, sorry. the Don and Steve like... experience, we have opted to <laughs> hold on to our truth, which is, uh-uh, we're going to call you... We can't do Timothee Chalamet. <laughs> I don't think. You may also remember last year, uh, I believe it was our buddy who we just talked about before, Travis Kelsey, who decided, no, 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 it's Kels. You've been saying it wrong for years. No. Yes. I just confirmed it with Google this morning, I, Mike. I know, but he said that, and then I don't know if it was a bit. I don't That's know if he just... I know, but like athletes can't do that after you've been saying it for so long, or in this case, actresses. Start and... pronouncing my last name, Robert. <laughs> Robert. But how do we say Emily Ratajkowski's name for real? We need to correct the record. Ratajkowska. No. Oh, yes. No, no. No. Listen, this oh, okay. is... She's she's from a different part of the, the planet, and the letters behave differently over there. And so it is Emily Ratajkowska, not Ratajkowski. Well, so the SKI uh, becomes a full SKA. The KOW becomes a KOF. Rata, we had right, Rata, but instead of Jakowski, it's Kofska, Ratajkowska. I appreciate that. <laughs> Do you? But this is the same thing where we don't say croissant. We say croissant sure. in the United States. Sure. We don't say... USA! <laughs> USA! Okay. <laughs> Steve got really excited. His camera flipped over. Camera. Yeah, there we wow. go. We're not saying karaoke, <laughs> as you would in Japan. Now, Donna Valentine, much to my anger, tried in conversation just saying that she likes piroga. Oh, yes. And we were like, that's a pierogi. And don't try to come at me. Because I do kind of feel like you you can't test the waters. You've got to dive into the deep end and say, I'm going to say everything interesting, like as it's meant to be. And I'm sure piroga is probably how it's meant to be pronounced in Czechoslovakia or wherever. Correct. But that means I need you saying like burrito 
And I need you doing all of it. That's what I mean. You're either in or you're out. I'm, I'm on board with that. I'm firmly out, though, because I'm just going to say karaoke, not karaoke. Now, you're going to have to do a dirt alert with Emily Ratakowska coming up in conversation at some point. Oh. Are you going to say Ratakowska or Ratakowski? This is, you guys don't have to answer that now. This is for you at your dirt alert commissions. I'm leaving that for Mike. <laughs> Mike, we'll follow your lead on all that. Maybe we'll find out here in minutes. Yeah, we could. We'll see what the uh, next Dirt Alert happens to be. Uh, 11 o'clock, we'll get into some a fun list I think you're going to enjoy of just sort of random, silly, bizarre reasons that actors did not get the roles that they wanted. We'll do that after a Dirt Alert on my talk.